0: hey guys what's up we're back Hi. hey hey how do you say hello in romanian buna 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 which means oh yeah buna buna you know what can i just say and you know i don't know if, if have you had an indian takeaway that you're in britain you know buna. people used to say the british the new british food is uh, like an indian curry you know okay that. Yeah, yeah yeah no i agree i mean makes sense. <laughs> but buna like is one of my favorite curries fun fun really chicken buna or is it lambuna lambuna i don't know but anyway we so should get crazy. buna after this <laughs> Oh but buna means
1: hello, good in Romanian. Yeah, I mean, the proper way to say it is buna ziwa, which means good day. Buna ziwa. It's very formal. Well, I mean, It's not that formal, but I feel like most people now just say buna. Buna. And how do you say my name or is salut, salut, you know? Salud, like Or Italian. salut. Salut, like Italian. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of
0: similarities. Oh, how do you say my name is Daria? In... Daria. Manuesc Daria. Manuesc Daria. Ma. Ma. Numesc. Numesc. Manumesque Daria. Very good. Is Daria can Daria be Romanian? Daria? 100%. yes, you know what? I like, am... I have
1: like my sister has friends whose name's Daria. Really? So,
0: yeah. Can I just say guys, Daria is actually a really international name. Like Laura, and yeah, I'm really 100%. grateful to our parents. I don't know about you. 100%. I think about this. Yeah. I'm so grateful because Laura is Romanian. Daria is Persian. Like it's yeah. the kind of the female derivative, is that the right? Female derivative of Darius. And I love my name Daria, but like, it's also, it can be Italian. Like I have a nonna, she says Italian, it's Eastern European, Romanian, Polish, Ukrainian. Like one of our friends at like uh, my old accommodation, Laura's accommodation is Dasha, big up Dasha um daria they called yeah anyway yeah, they call
1: but, yeah. Her daria because the name is quite
0: difficult to pronounce yeah. apparently wait really yeah yeah <laughs> anyway let's get back into the story so check out our first part where we talk about the ukrainian conflict and kind of being uh, laura's romanian heritage and like eastern europe like the modern eastern europe and the dynamic but um so we were talking about as well like the Black Lives Matter square and people's yeah. political views and you know one of the big things you've been posting recently is about like kind of the trend of Marxism and how that's cool like well, How would yeah? Just like, let's I get mean, the ball rolling. rolling.
1: Walking down, um, like Bloomsbury, yes. you see so many bright pink you yellow do. posters. You like, do. So cool. Everywhere. They're everywhere. And this color combination is like I swear it's psychologically chosen. Maybe Because it's yeah. pink and it's like it draws your eye. Like you cannot miss these mm. posters. And it's like huge Marxist banner about like this event that's happening in early June. And don't get me they wrong. They do it, like every week. I see swear. I every swear, month at I least. Swear. Yeah, I know. But. Okay, whilst I do agree that people should learn about Marxism, and if you want to go, go. Like, it's good. I'm probably going to go. <laughs> I am probably going to go, even though I, my beliefs do not align with themselves with Marx in any shape or form mm-hmm. but i do i will go because it's important to educate yourself about this but yeah, a lot of people good. a lot of people will see those posters and be like oh my God, that's so cool like what is that it's on my instagram and they'll, and they'll talk to their friends and they'll be like oh yeah Marxism, that's so sick and then and they've not even read the communist ma- the, the Communist manifesto they have or no something idea. they've never talked like they've probably never talked to an eastern european or like a russian or anybody that's been under a communist yeah. regime that was like founded on like marxist ideas so and it's like you're a supporter of Marxism, whilst not knowing absolutely anything I really about don't it, like that. just because oh my god, like my friends said it's cool, or like oh my I mean, parents said something, or like that, oh my god, that guy in there, he's so edgy and he's, right? a Marxist. And he's a Marxist, like, that's so cool. I'm like. No, like, you yeah. know, like we have to solve that. I, I'm so, like, I'm so passionate about it. About it. Like, it would you say like, I think it hits you
0: different? I mean, obviously I can completely resonate with what yeah. you're saying, but I'm guessing it probably hits you a lot deeper because of your background. I think being so. Eastern European, I think, I think, you can feel it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The and also what's funny is like most people that are like this, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to one of these protests, but I'm guessing most people who are, you know, advocates of Marxism, yeah. would you say they come from a relatively, you know, good cultural oh, yeah. background it's like cool kids
1: ex Yeah, vibes yes no 100 percent, and it's 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 quite sad because they've never like their friends are the same vibe they're sitting in yeah, the no same one's class. From, no one's actually been under marxism yeah. or... no, and, and i have some friends um well i Acquaintance. largely acquaintances are,
0: yeah friendly You're friendly, I'm friendly, friendly but not
1: friends there we go <laughs> um and they're marxists and you know what look at the end of the day, if you do understand what it's about and you do understand the beliefs, then hundred percent, you you can hold your belief. Like yeah. obviously, I you don't have uh, to agree, exactly. but you can still be friends. I'm not going to agree with you, but political side to side, like we're going to be friends because that's Europe. what a
0: free society is. Exactly. You know, being able to think for yourself. And I think that's, I mean, that's another exactly. story because this is a really side of tangent. But I think even on university campuses, especially like more liberal or modern or free thinking it's almost like i feel like if you were to say that you're a conservative supporter it's like you're a fascist like i think right people get ostracized yeah and
1: people like they're People tend to exaggerate other people's political views. Definitely, because it's entertaining. So much, it's fun. It's, first of all, it's entertaining. And second of there's such a big gray area between like radical political beliefs yep. that people like the spectrum is massive. Mm-hmm. And when people like place themselves within it, they're like, okay, no, you're a mass. Oh no, you're a fascist. Oh no, you're a communist. Like. They just we love have, to put these words, they have, think they're so exact, cool with these words. And most words. of them don't even know what the words mean. And to to a certain extent, I don't think I know no. the full extent of what I words mean. I think everyone still has different perceptions. Like it your is, idea of Marxism is different
0: because yeah. your family lived in that. Yeah. And I'm my reading it from a
1: textbook. I'm reading it from AQA, A-level history. Exactly. And my definition of communism might be completely different from somebody else's. because yeah. You have to write a thesis on what even is it exactly. to agree. Before you engage in a topic, you both have yeah. like a mutual understanding. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Um, But we're going back, sorry, to like, uh, so you're walking down, so us.
1: Yeah, and I see all these posters, and I'm so disappointed by people's indifference to, like, siding with a political belief and view. Like, a lot of people will go out and be like, yeah, no, I'm a Marxist. Yeah, I'm a communist. Like, communism sounds so cool. I'm like that's not like you can't talk it's about, not cool like, like it's not cool in the sense that oh my god it's something trendy it's not like the it's new not really it's really not like it's it's more than lives bad. and a lot of lives exactly are like actually impacted by 100%. this and people and you know what it's it's a trend with countries that are currently much more i'd say democratized or like developed yeah where there's as you said like especially in london news there's like liberal perspective and mindset that's like in like instill them to the students like you have to be able to think for yourself like think have opinions about things but at the end of the day like yes you can have an opinion about something it doesn't have to be radical it doesn't first of all it doesn't it, it shouldn't be radical until you've really really learned Believe in it because it. I mean
0: revolutionaries revolutions you know they historically there. don't they really there. work yeah
1: but also you're like looking at everything in hindsight like you're in such a fortunate position you're yeah. reading and learning about these things and you're trying to learn it from an objective position, but you're never going to be able to like, ha- you've never lived during the communist regime, for example, in Romania or like Poland or Ukraine. And you've never like been at the forefront of like yeah. everything that's going on. You've never like watched propaganda. Would you say this is a common belief held
0: amongst Eastern Europeans with this whole trend or not really, do you think there are Eastern Europeans that like, yeah, I actually like
1: Marxism, you know? I mean, we briefly so, touched we upon briefly this. Touched. I think there's there's always going to be different. Like at College do you kind of t- have these conversations with the Eastern yeah, European friends? Yeah, no, French? I do, I do. There's not a lot of Eastern Europeans, but the, the ones that I do talk to, sort of tend to have the same perspectives as me. But again, I think it's the very, like, liberal washing of uh, white-washing, yeah. whitewashing of, like, London, not London, but, like, education in general, where, like, you're, like, taught, okay, you like, have to be, like, in- inclusive with other people's beliefs. And, like, it's okay to... if you
0: have controversial
1: views. Exactly. So at a certain point, nobody's gonna, like, actually speak their mind unless you're, like, super close friends and so you can actually, like, talk to them yeah, about trust stuff. them. Yeah. And again, like, the other big thing is religion. Like, it's a huge contested political debate unfortunately and should be in I romania think. well how close is the church and... very close and it's ridiculous it's actually ridiculous it's 98, like... something like 98.7 percent of romanians are orthodox christians uh, like greek orthodox yeah. and would you say the young people practice or is it more uh, culturally it's definitely culturally yeah. and definitely like my grandparents uh, and their generation are definitely like religious like they go to church like, often, often yeah I mean there's definitely my grandparents don't really go to church but they're still religious but there's other grandparents that will go religiously every single week yeah and there's even parents and there's even like children like my age 18 19 even younger that go to church and like have religious beliefs as they should I mean they're all entitled to yeah, but the intertwine between like politics and religion in Romania and in most countries I think is ridiculous like I am a strong believer in the separation of power. Between the, Do you? I mean, I don't know how familiar you are with, for example, the French policy. Of Do you know much yeah, about yeah, yeah. that? No, I mean, I was in the French system for two years. Oh, yes. Yeah, in, yeah. in Romania. In Romania. So I was in the uh, French Question. Sorry. What was the relationship? I know we briefly
0: mentioned before yeah. we started recording. Can you quickly outline the relationship between France and Romania historically? Do you know enough about it? Uh, I mean, like, they obviously have schools there. That yeah, shows that there yeah. was a relationship of some sort.
1: Um, I think. Uh, the The relationships that are there arise from Romania being part of the EU, and so two thousand seven. Like yeah, so it was relatively new. Yeah, I mean, because we used to have a royal family that used to rule. Oh, roll. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we used to be a monarchy, and obviously, monarchy monarchical families are quite interrelated. Like we are yeah. uh, the part of the people that were in power during the uh, the monarchy rule. Like they had cousins that were friends. They had cousins that was German. Like yeah, they're like all so intertwined. Yeah, of course. Um, but no, Bucharest used to be called the little Paris. Because we have so many Victorian buildings and it's absolutely beautiful. Like if you know where to go in Bucharest and in Romania. So would you definitely beautiful. recommend it as a holiday destination? To our definitely. Business? It's cheaper than other places. It's beautiful. If you know where to go in Bucharest, it's beautiful. We have such lovely like cafes, Aww. bars, restaurants. It's very hip. It's become more hip recently, which is quite nice uh but then we have like the lovely countryside i'm right. selling my country at this point Wait, um, up? no but we have like mountains and seaside that's nice that's yeah and it's like so close to the capital it's like two oh. hours each so it's like it's it's really nice but we don't know how to sell ourselves to the, to the rest of the world really yeah like Lack of investment that, yeah and, it's, and it goes back to corruption and it's so annoying. But surely, being surely, about
0: surely it. the government can see, right, we can make money, lads, if we invest in tourism or they don't care. No,
1: they, they do believe that and they like make campaigns about it and everything and they invest so-called money. But then you have like people like building projects about like there's this huge project going on that used to be super popular a couple of years ago. I think it's like. I don't even remember, like Bukovina, like go visit Bukovina, like this area, was like <laughs> was a really beautiful part of Romania, um, and like half of the money that sorry, was are you from Bucharest? Invested- are you from a different I'm town? From I'm okay, from Bucharest. Okay, yes, yeah, Ugris, yeah. Um, and like half of the money that was supposed to be invested in this like tourism, like attraction sort of project was pocketed. Oh, wow yeah and it's like obviously don't. i'd never think they're basically not this.
0: really get carried through in irania like they, they have they an idea don't. but no one actually and they, only executes have it. Ide- they
1: only have ideas right, okay this is quite an extreme view but they only have ideas because they know that either they're going to gain supporters yeah. or they're gonna they promise the population or whatever exactly and they make so many promises and it's like if you look at us thirty years ago, like we have this almost the same auto routes, no. and it's ridiculous. Like the infrastructure level in Romania is absolutely horrific, and we have yeah. all these beautiful. So it's like total Transylvania vibes. Sorry? Have you seen the film uh,
0: <laughs> where it's kind of like everything's broken down? A little
1: bit, a little. It saddens me to say, but a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we have such beautiful, beautiful buildings that are literally falling down, and we have like we have red dots on the buildings that are, have like are at risk of falling. There's so many of them in Bucharest. Well, no one really it's cares actually, about health and safety. No.
0: We love that. We yeah. love that. What is Bucharest means like export? Like what is what's what does it sell to get its money from a national point of view?
1: I don't think Bucharest Did, sells Oh that. no back Bucharest, sorry.
0: Romania as a whole, is it a service-based economy? Is it industry? Is it I think we have quite a lot of
1: agriculture. Yeah, I agree really actually. So. Yeah. Quite, quite a bit of agriculture, a little bit of tourism. I'm I, again I'm not a pro in this. I might I might be talking about yeah, That's nonsense. fine. But like well agriculture is
0: huge. It's so interesting. Would you say, sorry, going back to the whole communist thing? Yeah. Um Wait, is there anything, I think you've touched on that quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, I think let's move on to our next point about kind of political engagement. So before we started recording, Laura told me a shocking fact. Like I don't, I truly was shocked. Can you tell the listeners what you told to me earlier about the turnout, do you remember?
1: Oh yeah, uh, basically. So we had 2019 parliamentary elections and just over 20 In Romania. In, in Romania, yeah. And just over 20% of people went out and
0: vote. And can we just trend. Can we just let that sink in? In their 2019, this was a parliamentary, like a bit. It wasn't yeah. just local council. No, no. Parliamentary it was national votes, level election. National level. Only twenty percent of citizens of Romania decided to take the time to vote for their next government.
1: Basically, yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely, and yeah. it's not like it's I have no this, words. It's not like you can't go out to vote. You. They have a postal voting... service if you want to stay yes! do it at home. Yes, and it's so ridiculous. Like there's there's places where you can go vote. Absolutely everyone for me now. Okay, maybe it should have been even more advertised, and maybe even more like more money should have been. But invested. still, like it's a big enough thing for society to yeah, know. I, I, I am a believer that it's your civic duty to go to vote, and yeah, I do I align to, to myself to this like sort of theory, like theory, cool. like yeah, school Belief. thought, I like, yeah. yeah, School,
0: yeah, it's very UCL term, <laughs> school thought. Yeah,
1: but um, no, it's ridiculous, and and the election results were like something like fifty-one percent of the people voted for one of the parties, like. The main party oh, that wow. actually got the majority. How many parts do you have? Quite and realistically, who are the other even
0: is there even a rival to the government or not really? There's so not there's a big a, enough the party.
1: The big party is the social democrats and they're currently in and power. And they're currently in power and they used to be the former right hands of our dictators. So it's like it's or and now the children are in power. So it's like the <laughs> nepotism levels are absolutely ridiculous. But then we also have like ALDE, which are like uh, ALDE, like the Aldi. shop. No <laughs> 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 um, And then there's like. Um, there's a couple others, but they definitely don't rival um, the, the president, like the main power, the, the main party, which is so unfortunate. I mean, I think back in 2020. The Social Democrats, I'm guessing they're Christian, obviously, like most of the Europeans. Yes. They yes. are conservative in their values. Yeah. I mean, they their policies are tend to be more liberal than they probably would like. Uh, Just because they otherwise they probably would not be voted into power, but they're definitely and quite potentially to, you know, have gone into the EU. They need yeah, to be a little bit more yeah, careful. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, no, it's it's actually ridiculous. It's generally ridiculous. Um it's and... ridiculous that like I think Laura was telling me that it's all. it's usually the older generation yeah. that vote. And people like the uh, social democrats literally build campaigns around this like specific part of the population. All around the elderly. Which is
0: ridiculous because you know, in Britain there's a lot of like, especially it's been a recent phenomenon that like, you know, Boris is going on TikTok. I don't know if he is, but like, for example, Macron, like one of the big things was his campaign. He used like French influencers, like people are, you know, like it or not, you know, you know, politicians now have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. They have a whole (laughs) media campaign. They have literally, they have a whole media branch of their like, team is for like represent how they're how they're like perceived, perceived exactly yeah. and it's fascinating to me that you know in romania the young people have become so disillusioned and so kind of like lack of self conflict like, lack yeah. of confidence within the system to literally vote for what is going to be their country for this foreseeable yeah. future also sorry would you say that you're an anomaly as a romanian coming to university here for example do you have to, a for example are people you know wealthy because obviously yeah. it you know you to come abroad yeah. to study is a lot of money financially. Of money. Are you an anomaly in this? I mean,
1: I'm a British citizen, so oh, of thank course, God yes. That I, I'm paying home. Was fees. that sorry?
0: Was that done tactically by your parents? Strategic? Did they think about your future or no? It just happened. They were I here. think. I mean,
1: they lived here for a while, and I think they were like, yeah, no, it's good to have British. Yeah, citizenship. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they would have thought that. Oh my God! In like twenty years, she's, she's going gonna gonna gonna, to, to uni here. to uni here. Where in London. Gonna like an hour away from where from was it? London, London. Um, As- Ascot
0: oh that's nice to have horses
1: oh laura look at you anyway yeah, you guys. <laughs> yeah um my parents lived there obviously they both have like corporate jobs yeah so yeah no and we lived here for a while and i think like they really want to see a business themselves yeah and are, prefer- they hmm? are
0: they Not eligible no they both
1: have it like oh, they both lived here enough and they applied and they got it and um, obviously 20 years later well 18 years later here we are so damn wow
0: but okay so obviously from a financial point of view yeah
1: i think it's but really limited uh, like especially now like before a lot more when you mean before is. are we talking so before, 2000s so no no, no before brexit <gasps> when people oh, of course. freedom access, of travel freedom of travel and also they could access home fees yeah then a lot That's more such a shame came. now they have to pay almost so it put people off it put completely people off. well not completely obviously people that do have the financial means still will apply because they recognize that better level education uh, yeah. And, and I'm also English, way. like you're getting yeah. a degree in English. Like. That's, that's true, that's true. I mean, our Romanian universities are starting to provide English degrees as well, so that's good, and especially like our, our architecture, medicine, and law yep. uh, universities are really good like actually really good, but uh, definitely like they're not as international, like they're nowhere near as international as here.
0: And I I, would say I'm
1: speaking from a London perspective because I'm sure that if you would go to a more rural university, I don't know how international the community is there.
0: No, I don't think many, I mean, I don't know if, I don't know, is it for example, I know for example, in Iran, because I have Persian background, like a lot of Persians will only really come to London because that's all they know, especially like international like, oh, London, like why would you want to go to Coventry or whatever? Is that the same mentality in Romania or not really? They'll go anywhere if it's like, I think better there's a better like, opportunity. I think
1: there's like, I don't know, top 10 universities in the UK and they'll go to those like they'll strive to like yeah. get into those yeah would you then s- would you say young people in
0: romania most of them are ambitious and want to leave
1: the country or do they oh, see yeah. their
0: future in romania
1: i think oh, a lot of people want to leave especially my generation want one of those do growing. you have
0: many friends to, like do you still in contact with yeah. your friends in romania do yeah. they stay there and study or are they working european really most of them yeah i mean of course your school is international yeah. and it was it was a private school yeah. missing yeah, um, I mean, for
1: the last three, I mean, I was in state school as well yeah. for like four years of uh, of my schooling. And even those people, like some of them have gone outside too. Yeah. Just because when you go to get employed afterwards, obviously, you don't have to get employed and you can make your own job. But if you go to get employed, which most people do, international degrees in the sense that like degrees that are like from the UK or like from the University of Amsterdam or yeah. Bocconi or whatever it might More be. West, it sounds bad, but Western European yeah. universities. Yeah then they're they're considered more prestigious than like a university in romania that might provide the same level of education it's just not what the name yeah at the
0: end of the day you know a lot of people argue university they don't really teach you much but you're just paying for the staff you know university college like wow like um so yeah that's interesting so would you say on average what percentage of romanians young romanians like 18 16 to 25 see their future in romania 20%. 20%. Really, most people yeah, want to leave. I think so. And is that because you know it's uncool to be Romania survival yeah. lifestyle? A lot of
1: like a lot of my generation, I think, goes abroad because everything from education to employment uh, opportunities yeah. are much bigger, and salaries are bigger, and everything obviously. Do you think social media has come into play? Because now, you know, back in the day,
0: people wouldn't see how the others live. Whereas now there's LA girls. Like, you know, TikTok famous. Like, it was like, oh my God, like they live such a cool life. You know, Charlie (laughs) D'Amelio,
1: like. No, I think a lot of people want to leave. Um, but at the same time, there is that sense of I don't know if it, nationalism is the right word because a lot of extreme Culture dudes, appreciation yeah. I think a lot of people are like, Oh, no, I am Romanian. Look, I take pride. So would you that. feel like there
0: is a sense of national uh, identity? Oh, identity, yeah. yeah. Do you feel, I mean, I get from the way you're talking yeah. about
1: it, you feel Romanian, you identify yeah. with just certain extent, 100%. just certain extent. Interesting. Can you explain? Mean, I wouldn't, obviously, there's things that I'm not proud of, like, yeah. there's a lot, especially. Like, the political system, which is quite ironic since I actually want to do yeah. <laughs> to go into it. Um, She's going to fix it, guys. She's going to change it. <laughs> um, Some things can't be fixed, unfortunately. Really? So, oh, yeah. Do you think
0: that's a mature attitude to have or that's a kind of like a, a not loser attitude to have, but like a... Yeah, I think it just—it's it's, not—it's gonna take more than just Laura. It's gonna take like, 100%. like the There's, whole nation backing you. Yeah,
1: exactly. I think, and they're not
0: gonna do people's
1: that. People's mindsets need to change. Yeah. I think you need to get them back into politics. You have to increase. How do you do, do that, Laura? That's the question. Make How? voting mandatory. <gasps> Make do you, voting, you're a believer I, in that, 100.
0: And do 100%. you think that justin Do you think that just in Romania, because right now it's in no, a crisis, it, or globally?
1: I don't think globally because, like, most countries, like especially very, very, very developed countries and westernized countries, like their voter turnout is quite big because this sense of civic duty of going out to vote is like taught to people. It's indoors, at school, in- PSHE, you exactly. know, yeah,
0: university. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so, I but I would make like in countries where voter turnout is lower than 50%. I think for me, 50% is the threshold. Yeah, if I less agree. than half your population wow, goes out to vote, wow. Like, you have to go. I mean, either out. that shows
0: that they're living in such a great life. Like, there's nothing they can, Like, they, they don't want to change that is anything. Not true. And it's, it's just like, yeah. it's a
1: complete, like, being oblivious to the system. But like, do you think then it's like,
0: by them not showing, like, interest, it's almost like that's a democratic stance? Like, they're showing their opinion. See, I have
1: a very strong opinion. Tell us. Because if you, if, you make voting mandatory you can invalidate your vote and that is actual form of protest it happens in yeah. countries where voting is mandatory like France, you go out you have to vote but your voting is like i don't believe that any of the people on this ballot actually represent my beliefs i'm so i'm not gonna vote with anybody i'm gonna actually invalidate my vote and if you have mandatory voting and let's say 80% of the population invalidates their vote. Yeah, then it means something. That yeah. is something. Whereas now what happens is you consider 80% of, of, of the population being completely disinterested in politics, yeah, which to a certain extent is true. But if you force yes. voting into it, and I think you shouldn't only make voting mandatory, but it should come with some sort of like civic education. Yeah, so you know why. Exactly. the reason Not only true. why, but like, what am I voting for? Because there's... This... Understanding the parties. Exactly. He, like you know man- yeah. manifesto there was like the, after the, the parliamentary elections 2019 had, yeah we had like uh this new show come up where basically like this man would go out and interview people in like rural areas or like <sighs> less or about like, tiktoker oh, yeah, like, who did you vote for today I, was, like, oh, on YouTube. I don't know like the, the man with the poster over there <gasps> you no know, it's like it's that level of like completely different but you think that's
0: because romania suffers from a lack of education
1: or to not to some extent yes a hundred percent especially in rural areas like we have like and how much percentage of the population live in
0: rural areas that you're describing quite a bit, quite a
1: bit. I do 50 50
0: or more would you and what's your gut instinct i, I mean 60, i'll i'll oh my, correct this in i the think 60 percent
1: really right, 60%. Okay, so majority
0: rural, or well, slightly 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 yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. but yeah. it's getting it's getting more and more like yes. urbanized yeah of course naturally you know naturally yeah. yeah but um that's interesting
0: that's almost louder honestly like this is so interesting we've got like seven minutes left so i want to dive in finally about like um we were talking about you know kind of the relationship between you know money and businesses corporations and politics like how just let's hit it dive right and yeah, go
1: i think nowadays there's this tendency of um i was talking to my friend yes the other day and i was like i'm i'm starting to compare businesses and politics more and more one wow. to each other because it's this oh, it's such a similar structure where the main incentive is money at the yeah. end of the day, and, it and it's just regardless of
0: nation. Are you talking about Western think, Europe, America, like, in what, general? Specific?
1: In general, like definitely back home, like all people obviously. It's due to the, it's, due, it's due to the level of corruption. But in most Eastern European countries, uh, we we can't even start to talk about Bulgaria where levels of corruption are even more really? falling down in Romania. Yeah. So is that
0: kind of the notoriously known but Bulgaria?
1: Um, I think so. I, th- I mean, shout out to all Bulgarians out there—you're lovely people. But <laughs> the government is just falling apart completely, yeah. and I think everybody's aware of it. It's like a a known a secret. It's, it's a known, known secret. Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting. But I think the more, more and more politics has become about money, and it's always been about money, but I yeah. feel like, because before it used to be only like rich white people. When you mean before, do you mean after like, 2007 or? Let's say 50 years ago, mm-hmm. like politics, you would go into politics because you had the money to but, go into politics. Yes. 30 years ago, again, you would go into politics, you wouldn't do a His whole campaign was money. Exactly. Or Brexit, like it was so, yeah. yeah. And you can only, like, most people go into politics because they have a financial level of stability that they can rely on. Like, a lot of people don't make politics their primary job because it, first doesn't of all, it doesn't pay, pay well. Yeah. And second of all, like, you, you might as well be a barrister. Exactly. That'll pay well. Exactly. And you shouldn't, money shouldn't be what incentivizes you to go into politics. So because true. then your loyalties can be shifted because of That's money. That's like, I
0: mean, it's just like quick fire question. Do you think for example a lot of people say that we should increase yeah. politicians' salaries because then we'll a get more ten. talent. I think and people so. who like will get more talent because you know smart people who are interested in politics but don't want to be politicians, they go into barrister, yeah. law, international relations, they go into yeah. think tanks, you know? Yeah. Um, but then people say, you know, if you increase it, then you're gonna re- attract the wrong type of people. But I would disagree personally. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think there's a certain balance that has to be reached, and you're always gonna have both like it shouldn't people. be the
0: highest earning job. No, you definitely think? not. No, yeah. like doctors. Even though it shout has out to
1: doctors, a Mom <laughs> and dad, doctor doctors and um teachers yes teachers teachers. as well i agree they're educating the next generation the fact that they're the one of the worst paid jobs out there is atrocious like how do you expect them to educate the next generation of people when you you're paying them you don't value them because essentially it's
0: showing your you know your salary i know it's just a number into your bank it's showing value what do you mean society value it's
1: also like limiting your opportunities in life. What can you do? Like, where can you travel? What can you read about? Like, Influence is yeah. absolutely everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. But um, sorry, do you think obviously you do IRA at UCL? Do you yeah. think obviously you were aware that you know, money, money in politics is a dirty yeah. game. But do you think you know, first year at UCL sales kind of highlights to you like damn, this is literally a structural problem?
1: Not really, no. I think. Uh, the educational system, I don't know. I'm talking about the UK now because I've talked to a lot of people that are like throughout universities throughout the UK, yeah. And it's a very theorized in the sense that, like, it's you're taught the theory. This is IR, yeah, yeah, university, uh, yeah. Um, it's very, it's very maybe that's first year to give you a base. I think so, yep. I think so, so you so. understand
0: what even is IR, yeah,
1: not a hundred percent, but at the same time, I feel like they could have used more interactive case studies where you're actually given like, yes. live
0: you can understand it better it's like well, you can yeah. you can feel it you can google articles yeah. pictures the thing is, like
1: politics is so not only subjective but it changes all the time like you could give me an example now about a case of realism and after like 10 years later we'll find out about something that was going on at the era, and you'll be like no actually that was not that case it was yeah. a completely different thing you know so it's like it's ever-changing and it's so it's so difficult to define but okay
0: but um quick fire question again how would you rate your uh, a university experience No, first first a your course as an academic course what would you rate it and b your overall experience as a ucl student this year First so year. my
1: academics i'd say an 8.5 oh that's really high yeah. well 8. done ir <laughs> <Aya. laughs> but that's just because i really really love my course and it is what i want to do and you
0: you knew you were going into the exactly. course to start and yeah, it didn't yeah. surprise you like did I mean, they lie did they sell you a lie on the website
1: <laughs> not really not really but i do think it's much more theoretical than i would have liked but yeah. i think next year like i'm taking modules like uh, human rights. Have you already and, selected them? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. like human rights, like civic engagement, uh, voter behavior. That's stuff so like that, interesting. Which is super, super interesting. And then my overall uni experience, honestly, a tells. <gasps> wow, big you, The people, not the so, places, you
0: sell so, so just like everything. Just like. It, do you think that's mainly because of the people you have met, the, the 100%, 100%. city? 100%.
1: Do you want to give a shout out to anyone in particular? <laughs> Everybody. I wouldn't be able to get oh, names. I would miss, she knows too many people, you know, guys. <laughs> I would miss a lot of people out, but oh. like people that. I hang out with, like, it doesn't matter who you meet. I feel like they somehow know somebody you know from through like other So many mutuals. So many mutuals. And you always like they're from all over the place. That's awesome. Like literally walking up and down campus.
0: a you hear a lot of French, like there are yeah. a lot of French people so true. and Spanish. And Spanish, true. Yeah. But like you, so many people, and what I love about UCL, Laura, is that people want to talk about their heritage and yes. culture. They want, they're not, they're not scared about it. Whereas maybe they're other unions would exactly. Proud. But we've got 30 seconds left. Thank you so much for joining us, Laura. I've been enjoying it. This is so I fun. Love it. We need I love to have it. guys,
1: we need to have Laura back. She's I'll so back. She's I'll gonna be, be a back. big thing. Any final comments you want to say? Honestly, I'm glad we could talk about this. And I think it's so important to talk about this talk to your friends about this the it doesn't matter Even how if you're much lackeys, you know talk about it talk about it educate yourself read as much about it as you can and just honestly like live last swag. live last swag. bye guys <laughs> thank you so much thank bye. you <laughs>